is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That is a band called In Theory. The name of that song was She's Gone. Is Mike Mostert and the Go Go Tuner family that's that the album is on. And I'm going to get some clarity myself because I'm not exactly sure how this all works. But on the line right now, we have two members of In Theory. We have Mike and we have the vocalist of the band, Tony Covino. Guys, how's it going? It's going. We're doing fantastic. How about yourself? Good, good. It's real good. I'm good, Kirk. Well, well, guys, I, you know, and I, I have to be honest. I, I read all the press. I went. I listened to the to the release that's out there on um, Google Play, and I'm as confused as I was the first time I saw you guys' name, <laughs> as far as if in theory is a band and the go-go tuner family is like a label or if the go-go tuner family is the band and there's like sub pieces of the band that play together. So uh, let's start there with trying to figure out exactly what, what it is that you guys are doing. I, I, I will shed a light on the, on the, cl- on the clarity, hopefully. Okay. Um, so there, there is the Go-Go Tuner family record. Um, I, I own a company called Go-Go Tuners, and I cre- started creating a uh, collaboration record with um, the high-profile artists on my roster, and we're doing all these different genres. Uh, but within the record, a real band emerged uh, with Tony, and of course, we need some, you know, when I was doing this record, I also want to have some hard rock tracks, metal tracks, and for me, you know, it was the obvious choice to bring Tony back in because uh, Tony and I were signed to EMI back, uh, you know, in the 90s, you know, with their official rock helmets back in the day. And so when we started the, uh, when I started the Go-Go Tuna Family record, I wanted to have two songs from Tony and I you know, featuring the hard rock, you know, metal portion mm-hmm. of um, the record. And then from that, it actually sort of became a real band within the record. So while the other songs are a collaborative um, effort, it's not really a band, but the, in theory became a band because of the record. And that's the debut of the band in theory is on the, the Go-Go Tuna family record. Okay. So, so then as, as in theory started, you know, gelling as a band, did you, did you start to write apart from the from the collaborative songs that you already had or or were these the the two songs that that i've heard were they uh, you know written as part of the collaboration but kind of gobbled up for in theory no not really the, the way that we wrote the two in theory songs was um really the same process tony tony and i have always written and um except that obviously technology is a little bit different we were, we were trying to write this time via cell phone and and uh, Skype and the technology was not in our favor, but uh, but we were just going back and forth, giving each other ideas, and then we brought those ideas to rehearsals. We we pretty much um, formulated instruction and structured you know several songs and brought it to the guys, and then we cut it as a band. Okay. So that's that's how that came out. It was it wasn't really a collaboration of you know let me get this bass player from this one, this drummer from. It wasn't that. It was. Here's the two songs that we're going to do with the band. Okay. So, so now how, how old, I guess, is in theory as a, as a band? Are, are you, have you played shows yet? Or, I mean, obviously the pandemic probably hurts with that, but have you, have you been able to play shows or play out yet as in theory? 
No, the, the really the, the pandemic put the uh, put the whammy on it. Because um, out of the record, the um, Google record, the, in theory, is really what was um, taking off and being played on the radio stations and uh, classic rock stations. Is really uh, it's really resonated with it, and we were getting um, invited to do you know many festivals. We were supposed to be doing the festivals starting you know <laughs> this year, but right. it just didn't happen. And um, <laughs> so yeah, so hopefully once things clear up, then we'll we're going to try to get back into that same circuit, you know, to be introduced to the rock world in, in the festival uh, world. Absolutely. You know, we're taking a little bit of a different route. You know, we're, we're, we're fortunate that we have a lot of um, good friends and, and uh, family in, in the uh, music industry and, and other bands and, um, you know, to, for them to also take that, take us under their wing, you know, for these types of festivals, you know, I think is, is a really cool thing. And then on top of that, you know, Tony and I already started writing the new uh, In Theory record. Okay. And that's that's the silver lining of, it was silver lining by the silver lining of the pandemic. Um, so originally, Tony and I were going to try to do this by um, mid-April. We were going to try to do this. Um, but obviously, for him to come down to, to Marshall Souls to record, uh, wasn't going to happen. But on the other hand, it actually made us better writers. So uh, for instance, you know, I have about 70, 80 pages of notes of songs and recordings of songs and Tony as well. So it really was honing our craft to, to dig deeper as better songwriters. And, you know, and I played a little, you know, snippets for other, you know, DJs and, and getting feedback and, you know, people are really comparing, like there's definitely been an evolution from what you've heard from, um, in theory okay. where it's sort of like, if you take, early Zeppelin water to and add a swampiness. It's not a Southern rock thing. It's not a blues thing, but the best way to describe it is a swampy feel to it meets Zeppelin with the modern day production. Sure. And the reaction and people are just freaking out on, on the, what they're hearing. So we're, we're really just so excited to do it. And in fact, I just got back from LA and we have Stevie wonders choir as doing some of the, um, the backups for one song. It's, uh, the, it's probably one of the, the real swampy songs. So yeah, we're we're really excited about the new stuff. So so in, yeah. in so in theory, so to speak, you, you're you're literally becoming a band in public instead of instead of in a back you know in a jam room somewhere figuring out what you are. You're very much developing you know in the public eye. Oh yeah, and, and that's actually you know what you're hundred percent right because um, you know how how we. I have to say how we came up with this sound, so to speak. And it really honestly wasn't a conscious effort. It was like, okay, let's try to sound like, you know, swampy or let's sound like this. It was, uh, you know, I mean, part of it too is, you know, that the theory of muscle shoals and the river and what inspires you to inspires people to feel music. I'm not sure if you know the theories of, um, of muscle shoals and swampers and all that. I, I, I'm not sure. Do you, or no, I don't. Okay. If you ever get a chance, if you if you're a music fan and a history fan, it's a great documentary to watch. Okay. Um, but for for example, Joe Rogan interviewed Stephen Tyler about this place, and <clears throat> and even Stephen Tyler coming to the same studios that you know I, I took Tony to, he he broke down crying. He was like, "Wow, this is where Aretha Franklin sang. This is where Eddie James sang. This is where uh, you know." Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's probably been about 2 billion records sold 
uh-huh. out of this place. And this and it's an economically depressed little area, but they've created so many legendary records from the mid sixties and, and continuing. And, um, there's, there's just something that, you know, makes you play music that you never thought was inside you. And I think that's, what's really coming out of Tony and myself on, especially as we're writing and evolving this new in theory. And, um, like you're saying that we're, we're, we're evolving in public. Tony and I actually redid a couple of songs from the record from the go on in theory's song from the go-go record. And our debut is on Fox TV in front of what 20 million or 30 million wow. people doing acoustic version. That's a variation of what this new record is going to be, where it's a little bit swampy. Tony's doing some magic vocals that he does. I mean, you know, Tony's just such an amazing singer. So you're right. So people are getting to see the evolution in person and in, and in, in the millions, which is kind of a, it's scary, but it's, it's, it's such a cool experience on the other hand. What, you know? what, com- what comes in, and I'll throw this one to Tony only because I feel like he's being left out, but, but both of you can probably answer this. <laughs> well, he's just a singer. <laughs> yeah, singer so he gets enough attention, right? <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> now, uh, when when you write music and and you develop it so much from an atmosphere, and there and you know, I, I'm a I'm that's what I'm taking away from what you're saying is that the creative process is coming a lot from the atmosphere that you're putting yourself in to write it. What comes out more that way, the music or the lyrics and specifically the, you know, the topical material that you'll write about? Well, I, I, I think for me, it's, it's, everything is emotion first. So you get a, a certain feel, a certain vibe. And like a lot of times when I write, like I'll just, you know, I call it mush mouth. I'll just, I'll know the lyric, I'll know the melody and I'll feel the vibe of the song, but I don't necessarily have all the lyrics yet. Okay. But the lyrics come from the emotion of what I'm feeling. So it's, it's, it's emotion first, and then the lyrical content will then follow the emotion. So it's kind of hand in hand. Okay. Excellent. And, and how, how about you, Mike, as far as the musical side goes? Do you, do you feel like a lot of it comes from the, the vibe that you're in, or do you feel like you already, you already have that vibe kind of in you, and this is just an outlet? That's a really good question. I, I don't know what's like the chicken and the egg. I mean, honestly, um, I, I, since, I, since I'm actually here, um, you know, it's, and it is like so sort of like a vortex of, of music. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to sound bluesy or I'm trying to sound swampy or anything specific. I'm just, I'm just really just writing what's coming to me. Okay. So it's, you know, that that's the best way of describing it. I'm just writing and, it's it's not it's not a like I said, it's not a conscious sound I'm looking for. It's just when it's right, it's right. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. I'll keep that idea and then move on to the next idea. Sure. Um, but I de- definitely think environment plays a big part of it because I'm surrounded by you know I mean it's a legendary R and B place, um, you know um, historic uh, excuse me R and B place. Mm-hmm. Plus, this is a place where. Um, everybody always equates, you know, Memphis and other areas, Delta, the Delta blues, but actually the father of the blues is here. Okay. And, you know, WC Handy is the one who actually formatted the, you know, the one, four, five blues. And, right. and, um, you know, so it's, I'm surrounded by, you know, 
two generations above me that, um, as far as blues and R and B, like, you know, like the real deal guys that were there from the beginning who actually created that sound. And I think just being around them, you're, you're absorbing it, whether subconsciously or consciously. Sure. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you, do you, um, do you think that maybe the, the bluesier side of the music comes from you, Mike, while maybe the more metallic side comes from the, the New Yorker in Tony? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, cause you have to remember too, um, I'm a New Yorker first. Oh, okay. And I still have a place and, and I'm, you know, so, I, and I have a place in California. So New York first and the last 20 years, I, you know, I'm in California. So I have a small place in California, but really my main uh, residence is in, in Muscle Shoals. So, um, no, I think I started off more as a hard rock guy, but I think just through time and, and interest, um, even before coming here, I, I've always had interest in many genres, whether it's, you know, blues or jazz or funk. And, um, so, but I think now I'm, it's, I'm able to articulate that from a, from an instrument standpoint and put that in my writing, I guess is, is what's happening. Sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, let, let's talk about the single, guys. Um, the single that that we're actually promoting is uh, "Can't Find My Way." It's a it's a very cool track. Um, seemingly seems to be getting um a lot of attention in a time when rock music in general doesn't seem to get a lot of attention. So, talk a little bit about you know creating this song and and how quickly people have gravitated to it. Sorry. We'll, we'll let the singer speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, I always, I'm always afraid of stepping on people, you know, during a call. So, um, yeah, I mean, can't, can't find a way is, is, is basically came together. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we sort of, uh, had the idea. And then when we all got together to rehearse it live as a band, the, the, you know, like we talked about the, before the vibe was born. Um, but the, the, the basic, part of the song is is someone basically who's who's lost their way that's looking for things you know like you missed opportunities or things that you thought you'd become and now you're at this point where you're like i can't find my way like you know why did i end up here when i had all these other things that i wanted to accomplish and that that's basically what the song says and um you know it's it, you, you sort of take things from your perfect my personal experience and you know there's things that you've done regrets you might have had things kind of you know didn't go your way and and then you look back on it and basically that's the concept of can't find my way i'm I'm looking for looking not for the way back but i'm looking for a way to get these things back on track sure and, and um and Mike, with with the song, since it seems like you you probably deal with a little bit more of the business piece of it, how how has it been getting shopping it out there to radio and getting getting it out there to the appropriate avenues? Well, it's I wouldn't say it's been um, easy is not the right word. I was I wasn't expecting such a strong response. I didn't know what response to expect. Uh, maybe that's a better way of wording it. Sure. Um, because I thought this was the first time I said, how about Tony and I write a hard rock song in 2020? And this is what, you know, this is how we write this is what we feel. And we love it, you know, but again, you never know how 
um, your audience or the radio will will gravitate towards it. And um, thank you know, thankful you know, guys like yourself and, and many stations and uh, TV is just really there's something that's resonating to to you know the the end user, I mean you know the end listener and the fans and, and the discharges. So it's been um, I wouldn't say easy is not the right word, but sure. since the response has been so strong, it's just been like a snowball. Sure. So um, from a business standpoint, it's been um, yeah, it's, it's overwhelmingly um, you know. Um, something unexpected you know of this of this uh magnitude you know i mean i i was hoping that people would like it but they, they seem to really love it absolutely now let, let me let me devil's advocate it a little bit just because of the way the world is and you guys both know this music right now it's a great time for music it's a terrible time for musical artists because music has become so disposable to so many people they they like a song and they they might really like a song this week and then they don't even remember it the next week you know because of digital and everything else how does a brand new band like in theory that is getting some attention how do you keep that attention without it flashing and being gone is that for me or for Tony? Or you want to... Pick either one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, for, yeah, I mean, for for me, well, it, it's two sided. It's almost like, like me and Mike always talk about. It. It's sort of like new school, old school, right? So, like, we're sort of like old school because you know we we're getting play on FM stations, sure. right? So that's like an old school concept, right? Mm-hmm. And and shows like yourself that you know, support us, which we really appreciate. And the other part of the old school, which we haven't been able to do yet out of our controls, getting out there in front of people and playing live. Right. I mean, there's a lot of bands, you know, a lot of rock bands need to be in front of people and build their credibility and build their chops, uh, you know, live. So that's the old school part. And the new, the new school part is obviously social media, you know, doing snippets, doing videos, which, uh, I'll I'll be honest. I'm I suck at you know. I'm not good at that part. Like I'm I'm good at I want to sing, and I want to go and play. And I, I I like to rehearse. I like to be on stage. Like that's you know. And that's like an old. I'm like I'm old school that way. Right. But um, we also realize that social media, um, you know, is also very important. So until we can get on that stage. We, you know, we, we, we reach out to people like you with the show. We, we appreciate the, the, the attention and the airplay. We really do. And also on the social media, that's all we can do right now. And then in the meantime, you know, we're writing and, and, you know, and like, especially me as a singer, like I put a lot of that angst into how I sing. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm pissed off. Like we, (laughs) you know, we were supposed to be playing and doing all these cool things and, like that, you know, I use that energy you know, like to sing the new stuff. Like I, 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 I put that out there that way. Sure. Um, but you know, so it's really old school, new school. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of bands out there right now doing that. I mean, you know, one band that I look up to is rival sons. I mean, I, I love sure. J.B. Cannon as a vocalist. He's amazing. Um, and they, they play, play, play. I mean, they were constantly playing and, 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 and they built their reputation the old school way. You know, and um, and w- I'm I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get a chance to get out in front of people and 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 do it that way. 
You know, it, it's a it's it's a weird thing with the pandemic, and Lord knows I'm not going to be one to to try and say, well, the pandemic's good for bands, right? Because I know it's not. But for a newer band like yours, it's almost it's almost more helpful that people because they've been locked in if they hear something they like they might listen to it 5 10 20 times instead of moving on to the you know the video of the Motley Crue concert from Camden last week or whatever you know right yeah, okay. uh, I, I uh, we, have, we have a captive audience. Yeah, exactly. Which is <laughs> right. which is pro- which is probably the only time, maybe in in musical history, that new bands have had that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, cool. Well, guys, the band is called In Theory. Um, um, whoever knows it better, um, why don't you give the plugs on where people can go to um, keep up with you guys and see what you're doing and socials and all that stuff. Yeah, we have different socials, so you can go to um, the Gogo Tuner page on Instagram and on Facebook. There's always a lot of things that are going on with uh, In Theory and with the, the record as a whole. And then In Theory also has a page on Facebook. Okay. And, we, um, and then also the Gogo Tuner website. So between all four, they're, they're, everybody's kept abreast of what's going on, of um, what's going on with In Theory. All right. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, since we talked about it a bunch, why don't we go ahead and play uh, Can't Find My Way? How's that sound? Sounds sounds beautiful. Crank it up. Crank it. All right. Well, here it is. It is in theory with Can't Find My Way right here on your classic metal show. (laughs) 